Welcome to Zichur Dafsi. My name is Abraham Goldar, and today we're going to Baba Kama Daf Ein Dal, the seventh parak Maruba. So the three daps we're going to focus on. Number one, on the previous daf, Rav said to prove that Chachasha Tchilas Hazamahi contradiction is the beginning of Hazama from a case where witnesses testify that someone destroyed his slave's tooth and then his eye, only an eye payment, and a second pair reversed the order, reducing the payment to a tooth's value, and the second pair was found Zomamim and must pay for his eye. Ravacha Breda Ravika asked Ravashi that this case proves nothing because although the second pair of Adim was contradicted, Sahadusa Kavasayu Kakaima, the testimony followed by Basin would have remained like the second pair, if not for the Azama, since in a case of conflicting witnesses, we obligate the lower amount. Thus, their testimony remained effective and allowed for Hazama liability. Ravashi answers that Rava's proof was actually from the Seifa, which he presumes refers to three pairs of Adim, like the Resha. The first pair testified that he destroyed the slave's tooth and then his eye. Then another pair reversed the sequence, reducing the payment, and the first pair is found Zomim. The Bryce says they must pay for the eye to the master, even though their testimony was rendered ineffective by the second pair. Point number two, the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi disagree if Adim who are contradicted and later found Zomim are killed. It proves that Rabbi holds they are not killed because he said, Witnesses who are contradicted regarding their testimony about someone's life, meaning that he incurred the death penalty, receives lashes. If Rabbi Lazar held that if these Adim would later be found zoming, they would be killed, how can they receive Malkus when they're contradicted? The prohibition obligating Malkus from the Pasuk of Sanu Barechachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
Ravashi answers that Rava's proof was actually from the Seifa, which he presumes refers to three pairs of Edim, like the Reisha. The first pair testified that he destroyed the slave's tooth and then his eye. Then another pair reversed the sequence, reducing the payment, and the first pair is found Zomim. The Brysa says they must pay for the eye to the master, even though their testimony was rendered ineffective by the second pair. Point number two, the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi disagree if Edim were contradicted and later found Zomim are killed. It proves Rabbi Lazar holds they are not killed because he said, Witnesses who were contradicted regarding their testimony about someone's life, meaning that he incurred the death penalty, receives lashes. If Rabbi Lazar held that if these Edim would later be found zoning, they would be killed, how can they receive Malkus when they're contradicted? The prohibition obligating Malkus from the Pasigal Sanabar is a Lazar's Mises Basin, a prohibition given to warn about the death penalty, since they could potentially be killed for this violation if they're found zomim, and Malkus are not given for such a love. Rather, Rabbi Lazar must hold they would not be killed. The Gemara adds that if the Edim were merely contradicted by other witnesses, they would not receive Malkus since we cannot determine who's lying, and the case must be where the murder victim came on his own feet, disproving their testimony. And pointing with you, the next mission states, Ganav al if one stole, according to two witnesses' testimony, and he shechted or stole the animal according to one witness' testimony or his own admission, he pays kefo but does not pay dal vehei. The Gemara explains that the apparently superfluous case of one witness is to compare it with the case of admission. Just as with one witness, if another witness would join him, the thief would become liable for Dalvehei, so too regarding admission, if witnesses would later testify to the Shechita, or sale, he would be liable for Dalvehei. This disagrees with what Rav Huna said in Rav's name, One who admits being liable to a fine, and witnesses then come and testify to his liability, he's still exempt. Rav Chista challenged Rabbi from an incident where Gamaliel blinded his slave Tavi and was rejoicing greatly because he wished to free this righteous slave but could not because of the Torah's directive to enslave him forever. Rabbi Yeshua informed him that his admission was ineffective because there were no aiding. This implies that if aiding would appear, he would be liable to the fine to free him. Rav responded that Rabbi Gamaliel's admission was not in Basin. All right, so now we get our Simon Daf Ein Dalad, and our standard Simon is a witness, an aide, a witness. So here goes. There was a lot of commotion in the pact at Basin when a first set of Adim were contradicted by a second set and then accused of being zoning by a third set. As the Adim who were contradicted in their testimony about someone getting the death penalty were being led away outside to get Malkus. Past a great rabbi who was told that despite his admitting to blinding his beloved Evid Zahai, his Evid does not go free because there are no witnesses. So once again, it's emotion. There was a lot of commotion in the pact basin when a first set of Adim, Adim, that must be Murandav, Ein Dalit, Aid. There was a lot of commotion in the pact basin when a first set of Adim were contradicted by a second set and then accused of being zoning by a third set, which reminds the Gmore brings up Bryce's case of three sets of witnesses. The first pair testified that a master destroyed the slave's tooth and then his eye. Then another pair reversed the sequence, reducing the payment, and the first pair is found zoning. The Bryce says they must pay for the eye to the master, even though their testimony was rendered ineffective by the second pair. So there was a lot of commotion in the pact basin when a first set of Adim were contradicted by a second set and then accused of being zoning by a third set. As Adim were contradicted in their testimony about someone getting the death penalty were being led away outside to get Malkus, which reminds us, the Gemara says that Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Lazar disagree if Adim were contradicted and later found zoning or killed. 
Apruzer, Belazer holds they're not killed because he said, Witnesses who were contradicted about their testimony about someone's life, meaning that he incurred the death penalty, received lashes. So there was a lot of commotion in the pact based in when a first set of Adim were contradicted by a second set and then accused of being zomin by a third set. As Adim were contradicted in their testimony about someone getting the death penalty were being led away outside to get Malkus, past a great rabbi who was told that despite his admitting to blinding his beloved Evid's eye, his Evid does not go free because there are no witnesses. Which reminds us, Gamor brings an incident where Rabbi Gamliel blinded his slave Tevi and was rejoicing greatly because he wished to free this righteous slave but could not because of the Torah's directive to enslave them forever. Yeshua informed that his admission was ineffective because there were no witnesses. This implies that if witnesses would appear, he would be liable to the fine to free him. Rav Huna responded that Rav admission was not in Basin. So once again, there was a lot of commotion in the pact Basin when a first set of Adim were contradicted by a second set and then accused of being zomin by a third set. As Adim, who were contradicted in their testimony about someone getting the death penalty, were being led away outside to get Malkas. Past the great rabbi was told that despite his admitting to blinding his beloved Evid's eye, his Evid does not go free because there are no witnesses. All right, so now it's time for Four Balabach Hazara. Daf Ein. So the similar Daf Ein is an eye doctor. So here goes. When the eye doctor, eye doctor, that must move on Daf Ein. While the eye doctor tested his patient's sight by having him read the letters in an orkasa, which is not valid, from Metaltalin, which reminds us the scars of Narada said, We do not write a power of attorney for movable items held by a third party. This is based on Rabbi Yochanan's principle that an owner cannot transfer items which are not in his possession. Other halachas of an orkasa are brought. So, while the eye doctor tested his patient's sight by having him read the letters in an orkasa, which is not valid, for metatalin, and then see if he could spot the word davar between a picture of two adim testifying someone stole an animal and two adim who testified he shakted it, which reminds us the next mission states ganav al pishnan with one stolen animal according to the adus of two witnesses and he shakted it or sold it according to their testimony or the testimony of two other witnesses he pays dal hay. This seems to disagree with Rabbi Kiva. Abraisa teaches there were three separate pairs of witnesses each testify that a new occupant used a property for a different year. The testimonies are combined and the occupant is presumed the owner. Rabbi Kiva disagrees because the Torah says davar, witnesses establish a matter, but not a half matter. A testimony which cannot stand alone is unacceptable. So how then could separate witnesses testify to shechita, which is ineffective without testimony of the theft? Abai presents an answer. So while the eye doctor tested his patient's sight by having him read the letters in an urkasa, which is not valid for metatholing, and then see if he could spot the word davar between a picture of two aiding testifying someone stole an animal, and two aiding who testified he shechted it, a patient waiting to be seen was engrossed in an article about the case of a man who bought a stolen sheep on Shabbos by letting the thief cut off a fig from his tree, which reminds us, the Mishnah taught that if one stolen animal and sold it on Shabbos, he pays all the hay. Abraisa says he's patra, and Rabbi Barakama explains this is where the buyer told the thief, cut off for yourself a fig from my tree, and your stolen item shall thereby be acquired by me. Since the thief affects the sale through a Shabbos violation, detaching a fig, he's exempt from Dal Vehe because of Kimwe Bidarabi Minet. Daf Ainov, so the similar Daf Ainov is a donkey going E-aw. So here goes. The donkey driver, donkey driver, that must mean we're on Daf Ainov, E-aw. The donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole a sheep had a shliach shechted on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him Dal Vehe, which reminds us. In a Bryce, Rabbi Meir does obligate the thief Dal Vehe for shechting on Shabbos, and the Gemara explains that the Bryce's case is where he shechts it through another person. 
the shliach receives the death penalty and the thief pays Dal the hay. The Mora says that the thief should not pay Dal the hay because ain't shliach chodvar Rabbi answers that Dal the hay is an exception because the Torah compares selling the animal with shechnia. Just as selling involves another person, the buyer, shechnia could also be done through a shliach. So the donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole his sheep had a shliach shechted on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him Dal of the hay, prohibiting the sheep's meat to him and others forever, since it was Meisah Shabbos, and Shabbos is Kodesh, like Hagdish, which reminds us, although a mission teaches that if one shechs on Shabbos, the animal is permitted to eat, the abundant in a bright of Rabbi Yochanan Sandra, who said about an intentional shechit on Shabbos, it may never be eaten, neither by him nor by others. This is because Shabbos is called Kodesh, comparing it to Hagdish. Ma Kodesh Asur Bachila, just as Hektish is forbidden in consumption of my Shabbos Asurin Bachila, so to the products of a Shabbos violation are forbidden in consumption. So the donkey driver who saw that the thief who stole a sheep had a Shaliach Shechtan on Shabbos, obligating the thief to pay him Dal the Hay, prohibiting the sheep's meat to him and others forever, since it was my Shabbos and Shabbos is Kodesh like Hektish, was comforted knowing he had at least received five half cattle from a thief who stole his ox and shackled it, and only admitted what he had done to his partner, which reminds us, Rava asked Rav Nachman, Ganav shor shal shnei shutafin utvachu, if one stole an ox of two partners and shackled it, and admitted his liability to one of them, exempting himself from paying the knas of Dalvehe to that partner, does he pay Dalvehe of the other partner's share if witnesses later testify to his guilt? Do we say, the Torah said he must pay five cattle, and this implies but not five half cattle. Or do we say that five half cattle are included in the Torah's penalty? He responded that one does not pay five half cattle, but later retracted and said that one does pay five half cattle to that partner. Daf Ein Beis, so the similar Daf Ein Beis is a thick piece of birthday cake. So here goes. The thief stole the long knife that was meant to cut the thick birthday cake. Thick birthday cake? That must be on Daf Ein Beis. Of. The thief stole the long knife that was meant to cut the thick birthday cake to shech the stolen sheep and the azara from beginning to end, which reminds us more discusses whether Enla Shechita El Basov or Mechila Va'adsov regarding doing Shechita of Chulun in the azara. So the thief stole the long knife that was meant to cut the thick birthday cake to shech the stolen sheep and the azara from beginning to end, while the children played spot the Adim Zomin game, trying to detect whether it was the kids who testified they saw the birthday boy steal, or the kids who testified they saw him do the shechita, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, Ganabal Pishnaim, if one stole an animal according to the testimony of two Adim, and he shacked it or sold it according to their testimony. And they were found to be Zomi, meaning other witnesses testified that they were elsewhere at that time. They pay everything, the entire doll behay. If the Shechitor cell was established by different Adim and all were found Zomim, the first pair pays Kefal and the second pair pays the remaining threefold for an ox. If only the latter pair was found Zomim, the remaining testimony stating that he only stole it, the thief pays Kefal and the Zomim pay the remaining threefold. So the thief stole the long knife that was meant to cut the thick birthday cake to Shechta stolen sheep and the Azara from beginning to end, while the children played spot the Adim Zomim game, trying to detect whether it was the kids who testified they saw the birthday boy steal or the kids who testified they saw him do the Shechita. As the kid who was already out as an aide Zomim was told, Lema who needs so. Which reminds us, Amarim dispute when an aide found to be an aide Zomim is disqualified for subsequent testimonies. Abai says, who so. He's disqualified retroactively from the moment of testimony, and any testimonies afterwards are disqualified. Because from the moment he testified, he became a Russia, and the Torah disqualifies a Russia's testimony. 
Rav says, He's only disqualified from now onward, Eid Zomim Chidushu, because the discrediting of an Eid Zomim is a novelty, because the contradicting testimony is really two against two. Therefore, what reason do you see to heed the second Eidim discrediting the first? Heed the first Eidim who testified they were there. Dafayin Gimel. So the similar Dafayin Gimel is a giant ostrich egg. So here goes. The giant ostrich egg timer. Giant ostrich egg? That must be on Dafayin Gimel egg. The giant ostrich egg timer that was used to determine if the aiding were found to be zoning that a thief shechted a sheep testified tochede dibur on the first testifying that he stole it, which reminds the Gemara brings the Malchuk about two testimonies given within tochede dibur and the second aid says huzam. So the giant ostrich egg timer that was used to determine if the aiding were found to be zoning that a thief shechted a sheep testified tochede dibur on the first testifying that he stole it had two settings, Shomalecha Rebbe Amori, and the shorter, Shomalecha, which reminds us, the Gemara explains that there are two time frames for Tokadei Dibur. Number one, Kadei She'el is Talmud Rav. Enough time for a student to greet a teacher, which is Shomalecha Rebbe Amori. Rabbi Yossi does not hold this time frame joins two statements into one. And number two, Kadei She'el is Harav Talmud, enough time for a teacher to greet a student, which is merely Shomalecha. Rabbi Yossi considers this time frame one Dibur. So, the giant ostrich egg timer that was used to determine if the aiding were found to be zoning that a thief shechted a sheep, testified tochkede dibur of their first testifying that he stole it, had two settings, shomolecha rebi amori, and the shorter, shomolecha, and had a warning to all aiding inscribed on it that said, hachasha tchilas hazamehi, which reminds us, Rav said that if aiding testified that someone incurred the death penalty, and he was found guilty, then they were contradicted by other aiding, rendering their aidus ineffective, and later they were found zomim, they're killed. Although their aidus was contradicted before they were found zomim, contradiction is the beginning of hazama, but the process was not completed. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn that a thief will be chayv dal hay when he has a shuliach shech the animal on Shabbos? That's on Dav. Off. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you Rebbe Lazar holds? Stam Ganeva Yeish Balimu. The presumption regarding theft is that the owner despairs of retrieving his item. That's on Dav. Samaches. Good. Number three. Which stuff do you about two time frames for Toch Kadidibur? That's on Dav. Ayn Gimel. Good. Number four. Which stuff of a case where a first set of Adim were contradicted by a second set and then accused of being Zomin by a third set? That's on Dav. Good number five. Which of the one held its newin would ensure that one taking their produce would not transgress camera vi? That's on Dav. Samachtes. Good number six. Which of the one that Rabbi Gamliel's admission that he blinded his slave Tavi's eye was ineffective in setting him free because there were no witnesses? That's on Dav. Good number seven. Which of the machos about two testimonies given Tokhdei Dibor and the second one is Huzam? That's on Dav. Ein Gimel. Good number eight. Which stuff we have a question if a thief only admitted that he stole and shechted an animal to one partner? Would the other partner receive five half bakar? That's on Dav. Ein Av. Good number nine. Which stuff we have the Rav Yochanan Asandra holds? The Maisa Shabbos is forbidden to everyone forever. That's on Dav. Ein Av. Good. Number ten. Which stuff do we have the Rav Yochanan holds? Witnesses to a death penalty who are contradicted receive malkas. That's on Dav. Ein Dodd. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody from Goldhoff from Zimchu wishing you a great day and great learning.